0: Listening to Utah's morning news with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, one hundred two point seven FM and eleven sixty AM. Good morning, KSL News. Time now is seven thirty.
2: KSL's top story this hour:
0: Eye on the Hill, twenty twenty three. Special coverage on Utah's morning news. Lawmakers have until midnight tonight to get their bill passed, or
2: push them off until next year. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our coverage. Eye on the Hill, twenty twenty three. Adam.
3: Amanda, lawmakers will be busy until the clock literally literally strikes midnight tonight. There's still plenty of bills to look at. One that we're still keeping an eye on is that bill that could potentially disband the Unified police Department that's sparked a lot of discussion in the community over the past couple of weeks.
1: Our strength was in our depth, was in the different cultures that we had, the different communities that we had, that we could individualize those communities like Holiday versus Kearns versus Taylorsville. And...
3: That's former Unified Deputy Police Chief Chris Bertram. That bill is still in the Senate after passing the House. It's been so for days. We also have a huge $400 million tax cut package encompassing income tax and potentially the food tax. That bill is headed to the governor's desk along with a bill to end gas chamber euthanasia and animal shelters. Along with a bill that opens the door to full-day kindergarten. Reporting live from Capitol Hill, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. While we're
0: talking about the legislative session, uh, let's see if we can join up with uh, our next guest who happens to be Senate President, Stuart Adams. Ed- morning, President
1: Adams. Hey, great to be with you. We're, we're the last day here.
2: What's uh, left to be voted on today in the Senate?
1: Well, this has been a record year for the number of bills, and there's a lot to be voted on. But uh, this truly has to be one of a uh, phenomenal year, a record-breaking year, not only for the number of bills, but this is a year for education. Uh, phenomenal that we'd be able to actually give education when you add up all the numbers a 13% increase in the WPU, the Weighted pupil, pupil Unit. If you add everything in, it's 18.5%. This is truly a great year for education.
0: I think the the number one thing we we get uh, questions on, and it's not a surprise, is uh, the tax law that's out there. Can you explain the uh, sales tax on food component of the bill that's headed to the uh, governor's desk?
1: Yeah, and again, uh, we, we don't get... To, in the in, we actually only get income tax and self-tax as revenue for the state. We don't get property tax. Right now there's a constitutional amendment for uh, income tax to be spent on education. When you take away the, the self-tax from us, we don't have a way to actually fund our services. So in order to do that, we have to talk about removing that, that constitutional earmark, and that's what that does. But, again, when we're looking at uh, taxes – this is a record year for taxes. It's almost $800 billion in tax cuts this year.
2: Where will we feel that just as an average taxpayer?
1: Well, we're going to feel that your income tax is going to be a big one. There's four hundred, almost $400 billion in income tax. we reduced the Social Security tax. We've also actually taken two cents off the gas tax. And if you have kids, you have children under three years old, you get double the dependent exemption. All those are tax cuts this year. This is truly also the year of the tax cut.
0: We spent a lot of time talking about education, talking about taxes. Is there another bill that's made it through the Senate and the House this year that you're most proud of?
1: Well, I think what I'm most proud of, I mean water is a big issue. We're going to actually spend 500 million dollars uh, on water infrastructure this year. We spent 500 last year, appropriated 500. We're working on the water issues. We are going to fix our water problems in Utah, and I'm confident of that, and we're focused on the, uh, water. And that again, another great year for water.
2: Are you concerned at all about the separation of powers argument that's being made about the abortion bill, uh, President Adams, that, that really what this legislation does is usurp the authority of the court on this case?
1: No, I'm not. Uh, I think we're on solid ground. We'll, we'll see shortly, but I actually think we've done a really good job on that issue also.
0: Still a lot of work to be done. We wish you the best uh, trying to meet that bell tonight at midnight. So
1: thanks for your time this morning. Well, we're going to try to do it. and Who knows? We may actually end a little early. We'll see, though. <laughs> time for
2: dinner out. That'd be great. Uh, it's always good to talk to you. Thank you, Senate President Stuart Adams, with us here on KS On News Radio.
0: Let's get that first look traffic now as we head to the traffic
3: center with Andy. And right now, Tim, I-15 still uh, in good shape in Salt Lake and Utah counties. You do have a little stretch where traffic is pretty thick between Farmington and Centerville, right between really Lagoon and the Centerville exit. But even that's beginning to break up. But Bangor are now starting to see some delays in West Valley and go, or, or, Taylor'sville into West Valley, I should say. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. If you're having
0: a hard time finding a place to live, you're not alone. KSL News Radio's Alexandria Bonilla reports.
1: Utah has the third lowest vacancy rate in the country. The Beehive State comes in at 3% compared to the number one state, Massachusetts, at 2.8%. The numbers are from a study by TexasRealEstateSource.com looking at housing data from the U.S. Census for renter properties around the country. The U.S. Census also found that as of 2021, Utah had approximately 1,190,107 housing units. And a median mortgage rate of $1,682 a month. A third of Utah's are renters
2: with a median gross rent of $1,171. Alexandria Bonia, KSL News Radio. Right now, the state has a collection of millions of dollars in uncollected money. And KSL TV's Matt Gephardt says a newly passed bill will help some get that money back. It will help get some of that money back into the hands of its rightful owners.
3: Lawmakers voted that the unclaimed property division is going to be given access to state tax records. Specifically, a person's name, address, telephone number, county of residence, and social security number. And using that information, they will be able to automatically pair people with their missing money. The bill sailed through both chambers of the legislature with zero opposition and is now on its way to
2: Governor Cox for
3: his signature.
2: State Treasurer Marlo Oak says he's only worried that if people get a check they're not expecting, they might think it's a scam and throw it away.
3: I'm Dave Colley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold.